Welcome to Have Dominion Podcast. My name is Samuel Odo and I have a very, very powerful message for you today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak your word. Lord, I thank you for the anointing that is on my life. Thank you for the anointing that is on my ministry. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, right now I ask you to release that anointing, Lord, to all of my listeners right now. Father, let that anointing set them on their feet. Lord God, open the eyes of their understanding that they will receive the message that you have given me for them today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I am so excited about the message God is about to give you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God has a message for you that is titled The Anointing Advantage. The Anointing Advantage. The Anointing Advantage. May God give you understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. We are living in the last days. These are the tail end of the last days. Amen. The days we are living are what we call the tail end of the last days because the last days began in the book of Acts when the disciples Peter stood up with the twelve and said that this is a fulfillment of what the prophet Joel said in Joel, I think, chapter 2. He said that in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So if what happened on the day of Pentecost was a fulfillment of an a prophecy of the last days. Now, this is over 2,000 years. We are at the tail end of the last days. So, we are living in the time where all scriptures are being fulfilled. Every prophecy in the scripture concerning the last days, they are fulfilled in our very eyes. And God is doing a great work. God is raising an army of men and women both on the pulpit and in the marketplace. People he will fill with his anointing, that he will fill with his power and with his spirit, that we go into the marketplace to make disciples. The end time harvest will not be reaped in the four walls of a church. The harvest of these end times, many great men of God have prophesied about it, Billy Graham, before he died, he prophesied that the last move of God will not be within the confines of the four walls of a church. The last move of God will be carried by ordinary men and women in the marketplace. Uh, Maurice Cerullo, before he died, he prophesied that the last move of God will be led by ordinary people who are not in the fivefold ministry. Great men and women, Bishop Bill Hammond, a prophet in our generation, wrote a book titled The Day of the Saints. They are all echoing the same thing. And God is speaking to you and speaking to me to tell you today. God told me to tell you that you are part of that army that he is raising in these last days. God is raising men and women both on the pulpit and the fivefold ministries and in the marketplace who will make disciples and transform society. What happened as a result of COVID-19 shows you how much God does not rely on the four walls of a church for his move in these last days. God is moving in a mighty way. God wants to use ordinary people. 
God wants to use house fellowships. God wants to use fellowship in market in the marketplace, in the business world, in the education world, in the political world. God wants to raise up an army of leaders, men of character and capacity that he will fill with his spirit and his power that will become his ambassadors in the marketplace. This is what this message is all about. I'm going to be speaking to you powerfully, strongly under the influence of the Holy Spirit and I'd like you to be attentive. We are living at the tail end of the last days. The end time harvests, the end time harvest is upon us. The end time harvests, the end time harvest is upon us. You are part of that army that Jesus Christ is raising. You are part of that army. Don't let anyone lie to you that if you are born again before you can be effective for Jesus Christ, you have to be in the ministry. That is not true. That is not true. Medical doctors see more people than the average pastor around the world. Medical doctors, teachers, minister, have potential to minister to more people in a week, more than the average pastor around the world. So if you are a teacher, if you are the marketplace comprises of the education sector, comprises of the government and business. Everything we do revolves around business, education and government. So if you find yourself in any of those sectors, God wants to use you in a powerful way. He wants to fill you with a fresh anointing. He wants to fill you with the spirit of wisdom. He wants to use you to raise an army of disciples for him. Shout hallelujah wherever you are. Amen. Now believers in the marketplace will be operating in the supernatural as much as the men and women on the pulpits. This is the plan of God in these last days. He wants believers to operate at the same frequency with the men and women, the apostles, prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, the people in the five-fold ministry. They will be operating at the same frequency in these last days. Turn your Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Verse 3 says, And Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Verse 4 says, Lift up thine eyes round about and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed as thy sight. This is talking about the great army of disciples that God will be sending in your direction. Darkness is covering the earth. Darkness connotes confusion. Darkness connotes confusion. The whole world is confused right now. The whole darkness connotes everything the devil does to steal, kill, and destroy. Darkness connotes poverty. Darkness connotes unemployment. Darkness connotes an outbreak of diseases. The Bible says that darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. What we are seeing now is just darkness. Gross darkness is coming. Great economies are going to crumble. Many nations will crumble. Many great nations will become beggars. The economy of nations are about to crumble like we've never seen it before. Big companies, I wrote in my book some months ago, that many big companies, God was speaking through me, that many companies that have lasted for years are going to be folding 
and we already see many companies closing as a result of the of this outbreak of the so-called COVID-19. Many, many more calamities about to befall this earth. A time is coming very, very soon where only believers who are full of the Holy Ghost, who are genuinely saved, genuinely born again, they will be the only ones making it a life. They will be the only ones prospering. And everyone will be wondering, we live in the same country and we are selling our houses to pay our children's school fees to buy food, but you are busy buying. What is the secret? And that will be your opportunity to point them to Jesus Christ, the Lord and the Savior of their life. This is the plan of God. God wants to distinguish his children in these last days. The Bible says that darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Do you know that the glory of God is not goosebumps? The glory of God is not what we, 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 we think the glory of God is. The glory of God is not when people fall under the anointing in church. The glory of God can be seen. The glory of God is tangible. The glory of God can be seen in the results that you command. In these last days, there will be, the Bible says that the whole earth shall be covered by the knowledge of the glory of God as water covers the sea. The knowledge of the glory of God. The knowledge, they shall know what the glory of God means by looking at your life. The world, the people of the world shall understand what glory means. Glory means full weight. It's from the word called doxa. Glory is the full weight of God. God is releasing the full weight of his glory, his anointing, his power upon the end time church. And you are one of those people that God is raising in these end times. If you believe that, say, I believe that in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, and Gentiles shall come to your light when there is darkness. And if you put one light bulb, every insect in that neighborhood will flock to that light. Every insect People naturally navigate towards light. If the whole house is dark and there is one light shining somewhere, no matter how small, that light will get your attention. Jesus Christ is about to make his people, he's about to make you and I the center of attention around the world in the name of Jesus Christ. This is what this message is all about. God is raising men and women that will shine as light in the midst of darkness, where there is confusion, where they will be bringing lights, bringing direction. I'm telling you, if you receive this message, God is about to raise you up as a Joseph in your country. God is about to raise you up as a Daniel in this generation. And I'm not just speaking uh, words out of words of convenience. This is the word of God. You are part of those giants God is raising. Those men and women that will provide solution to problems of humanity. God is about to use you in that place where you are working. You are an asset. If you are the only child of God at your workplace, you are the greatest spiritual being at that place, at that workplace. It shall come to pass very soon that everyone from the number one person in the organization, they will be looking up to you. If you understand the message I'm about to bring to you right now, you will become that person, that go-to person, where everyone does not know what to do. They will call you because they know by the Holy Ghost you're going to tell them what to do. Shout hallelujah. Every believer is called and ordained a king and a priest. Every believer. If you turn your Bibles to the book of Revelation, I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, the classic edition. 
Revelations chapter 1. I read verse 5 and verse 6. Revelation 1, 5 to 6. Every believer is called and ordained a king and a priest. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 15. He said, I have called, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. Let me read from the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Amen. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead, first to be brought back to life, and the prince, the ruler of the kings of the earth. So Jesus Christ is the ruler of the kings of the earth. We are those kings. And Jesus Christ, that's why he's called the king of kings. He said to him, whoever loves us and has once of all, loosed and freed us from our sins by his own blood and formed us into a kingdom, a royal race, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and power and majesty and dominion throughout the ages forever and ever. Amen. He formed us into a kingdom, a royal race. We are royalty. We are royalty. In the King James, old King James says, and has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. You have been called as a priest. You have been called as a king. You have been called as a priest and you have been called as a king. Remember what the Bible says? The Bible says that God has given you the ministry of reconciliation. A priest is someone that stands in between the people and God. He is the person that presents the people to God and presents God to the people. God has called you as an ambassador, as a priest. Jesus Christ is our high priest. We are all priests. If you are a child of God, you are called. God has given you the ministry of reconciliation. And now before any priest begins to take office, before any king begins to reign, that king or that priest has to be anointed. Has to be anointed. Hallelujah. So for us to be able to fulfill our ministry as kings and priests, we need an anointing from the Holy Spirit. And the good news is that we already have it. Now turn your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. The anointing advantage. The anointing advantage. Say with me, I have the anointing advantage. Now Acts chapter 1 from verse 4. And being as assembled together with them, Jesus commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Remember, Jesus Christ had already given them the command in Matthew 28 to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But he told them, don't go yet. Wait, tarry here until you are anointed. Wait until you are anointed. You cannot fulfill your kingly ministry. You cannot fulfill your priestly office, your calling as a priest and a king without an anointing. In verse 8 of Acts chapter 1, he says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now, I want you to understand this. The anointing is synonymous, that synonymous with the anointing. Power. Whenever you talk about the anointing, you talk about power. Whenever you talk about the anointing, you talk about the Holy Ghost. The infilling, the baptism in the Holy Ghost. He said, we shall receive power 
after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So you are empowered. You have to be empowered before you reign in life. Before you reign in life as a believer. Before you reign in life in the marketplace. You need an empowerment. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38, talking about Jesus. Even Jesus needed to be anointed. If Jesus needed the anointing, how much more do we need the anointing? The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing and delivering all that were oppressed by the devil because the Lord was with him. Shout hallelujah. So Jesus Christ was anointed and he went about doing good. Now I want you to understand that the anointing is not limited to the pulpit ministry alone. The anointing, don't let anyone deceive you. The anointing is not just for pastors. It's not just for evangelists. It's not just for teachers. It's not just for prophets. It's not just for apostles. The anointing is for every believer. The, in these last days, everyone will be anointed. Everyone will be anointed. The janitor will be anointed. The teacher will be anointed. All of us will be functioning in the same frequency. All of us, of course, the five-fold ministry, they equip the, the rest of the body for the work of the ministry. So we come on a Sunday and we, we submit under the leadership of one of member of the five-fold ministry. They equip us, equip us, equip us for ministry from Monday to Saturday. Then we come again on Sunday. Hallelujah. So every the kings and the priests will be functioning at the same time. The people in the five-fold ministry. Do you know that out of the tribe of Israel, 12th tribe of Israel, only one tribe was the tribe of Levi. So only one out of 12, the rest of them were in the marketplace. So the bulk of believers in the last days will be in the marketplace. Jesus Christ will be deploying them. Some will be deployed into the military. Some will be deployed into the legal field. Some will be de deployed into politics. Some will become teachers. Some will become businessmen. Some will be deployed into the media. All of us will have our place in these last days. Some will be asked to start orphanages, NGOs. Hallelujah. Some will become president. Some will be going to parliament. Jesus Christ will be deploying his children. The Bible says that the kingdom of this world shall become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. In these last days, God is going to be deploying his children to every field of human endeavor. And you are one of them. Now the anointing of the Holy Ghost also empowers us for exploit in the marketplace. What is exploit? Exploit means uncommon accomplishment. Extraordinary success. That is what ex ex exploit means. The Holy Ghost is going to be empowered. The anointing empowers you to achieve things that other people think is impossible. Hallelujah. Now the Holy Ghost gives us access to... The anointing of the Holy Spirit gives you access into supernatural insights. The anointing of the Holy Ghost gives you access into creativity, creative ideas, and innovations. The anointing of the Holy Spirit enables you to generate solutions to human problems. Problems that the scientists do not know anything to do about. The Bible says, remember what the Bible says in John chapter 14 verse 26. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 14 verse 26. Jesus was talking about what the Holy Ghost is going to do in your life when he comes. John chapter 14 verse 26. He said, but the comforter, 
which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. Hallelujah. And bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So the Holy Ghost is your teacher. The anointed, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the anointing himself. He is the one that carries the anointing. When the Holy Ghost lands into in your life, he begins to teach you all things. There is no such thing for a believer that I don't know. I do not know. There is no such thing. There is no such thing. You know all things by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost empowers your intellect. He breathes on your mental faculty and charges you up for innovation. There is going to be some very, very <laughs> mind-blowing innovations that will come from believers. Now, you see all this thing that is, they're talking about COVID, coronavirus, and, and people are playing games with vaccines and everything. God is going to give one believer somewhere on the prayer altar the solution that nobody can deny to all of these problems that mankind is suffering from. The cries of humanity has gotten to the ears of God. The cries of humanity, the cry of humanity has gotten to the ears of God and God is sending you. The Bible says that God heard the cry of the people of Israel. God told Moses, I have heard the cry of my people in Egypt and I'm sending you to rescue them. God is anointing you. He has already anointed you as one of his rescue agents for this generation. God has anointed you. Look at what is happening in society, the moral decadence, the sexual promiscuity, the teenage pregnancy, all of the evils in society. God has given you an anointing. God, how do you know which one you are called to solve? Which one makes you mad the most? What problem in society makes you cry? Is it corruption in the government? Whatever makes you sad, whatever makes you frustrated, what, is it incompetence among people? Is it mediocrity? Is it poor uh, service delivery? What is it that makes you so sad? is a pointer. Passion is a pointer of the anointing, the area where you have been anointed to change, the problem you have been anointed to change. Some people look at a particular problem and they feel nothing. They just talk about it. You see it and you feel like you need to change it right now. If you have identified those areas in your life, those are areas the anointing of God is calling on you. Remember, Jesus Christ was moved with compassion and he healed the sick. What part of the society do you have compassion for? You know, you look at the offers, for example, and you feel compassion for the offers. There's an anointing on your life. You look at the education system in your community and you look, it makes you sick. It makes you tired. You feel like you should do something to fix it right now. That is the anointing of God calling on you. I don't know why I went into that dimension, but the anointing of God, one area you understand the place where, look at uh, Moses for example. Moses saw an Egyptian beating up an Israelite. And Moses killed that Egyptian and buried him in the sand. That was a pointer. His passion was a pointer to the anointing, <laughs> the area God wants to use him. 
eventually God sent him back to rescue the same people but he he was fulfilling trying to fulfill his passion at the wrong time using the wrong motive how many egyptians could he have killed one one by one but when it was time when they are he was anointed he returned anointed and god he didn't have to kill one egyptian god killed them by himself nehemiah for example he was so burdened by the walls of jerusalem that have been burned down he did not know that passion was revealing an area where god was to anoint him to to fix god anointed him he followed his passion that was laid there by the spirit of god and god anointed him to fulfill to solve that problem in these last days i don't know who i'm talking to right now but there is someone that the education system in your community in your country is giving you a lot of concern God is telling me to tell you he has given you an anointing there is an anointing in you to fix the problem of education in your community in your country if you receive that i say i receive it in the name of Jesus Christ there's someone the political situation the bad leadership in your community is making your heart to cry to you have this heart ache it gives you an unusual and common concern god is raising you up in the political arena he's going to raise you up you don't need to know anyone listen to the message i preached yesterday on success guaranteed you don't need to know anyone you don't need to know anyone you only need to know god the bible says that they that know their god they shall be strong and they shall do exploits you don't need to know anyone to make it in the political arena you only need to know god and when god's hand is upon you he will pick you from the back side of the desert and place you on a throne in the mighty name of jesus christ shout hallelujah so you have an anointing say with me i have an anointing say it three times i have an anointing i have an anointing i have an anointing i have an anointing turn your bibles to first john chapter 2 verse 20 first john chapter 2 verse 20 the anointing advantage the anointing advantage first john chapter 2 verse 20 let me read from the amplified classic edition first john chapter 2 verse 20 he says but you have been anointed by you hold a sacred appointment from you have been given an unction from the holy one and you know the truth or you know all things you have been anointed you have been appointed and you have been given an unction you have been anointed child of god god is speaking to you if you have received jesus as your lord and your savior and you have received the baptism of the holy spirit if you have not received the baptism of the holy spirit you can do it right now now lift up your hands if you have not received the baptism of the holy spirit you're going to receive it the same way you received jesus as your lord and your savior lift up your hands and say lord jesus i receive you now as my baptizer with the holy ghost and with fire right now i receive the gift of the holy ghost in the name of jesus and i receive the evidence of speaking with other tongues in the name of jesus do you know the moment you said this prayer with me an anointing came upon you you were enlisted as one of the saviors that god is raising in these last days shout hallelujah 
He said, you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have an anointing. In the same first John chapter 2, verse 27, he said, But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction which you have received from him permanently abides in you permanently. So then you have no need that anyone should instruct you. But just as the anointing teaches you concerning everything, and is true, and is no falsehood, so you must abide, live in, never depart from him, be rooted in him, knit to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. The anointing you have received teaches you all things. The anointing which you have received teaches you all things. The Holy Ghost, the Bible says, that when the Holy Ghost comes, he shall teach you all things. Like we read in John chapter 14 verse 26. The Holy Ghost is that anointing. You have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. The Holy Ghost is teaching you all things. The same way he taught Joseph. Joseph received that anointing. <laughs> he received that anointing to be a savior for his generation. Do you know that God used Joseph to preserve the nation of Israel? If not for Joseph, the nation of Israel, Jacob and his sons would have died in that seven years of famine. But God used Joseph to save a whole nation. The Bible says that all the nations of the earth were coming to Joseph to buy food. How did Joseph get there? Joseph has no CV. He has no qualification. He has no education. Joseph was a teenager when he was sold as a slave. He never went to school. But the anointing picked him up from the prison. He was able to interpret dreams. And one day, he interpreted a dream that put him on the throne. I'm speaking to someone you have been serving faithfully in your church. You have been serving in many ministries just like, I, just like me. You have been serving and it looks like you are there in obscurity. You serve and you don't get any credit. You serve, you are serving, you are doing some great things for the Lord. You are doing some great, serving faithfully, serving the man of God faithfully and nobody is acknowledging you. Your payday is coming. One day you're going to interpret one dream that will set you on the throne. Don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you do not faint. Your due season is coming. Joseph interpreted the dreams of those two guys. One of them was killed and the other one was restored. And Joseph was looking for human connection. Joseph told him, please remember me. I did not do anything. Please talk to the king about me. Get me out of this jail. But the Bible says that the man forgot Joseph for two whole years. Joseph was... So would have been so disappointed, but Joseph did not quit because his due day had not come. His due season had not come. Child of God, keep doing good. Keep solving problems. Keep being faithful. When you are due, you will never be denied. Your due season is coming. Your due season is coming. Remain faithful. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 41, Genesis 41, one day the king had one dream that nobody could interpret. You know how God is going to lift you up? There is one problem that would defy the solution of experts. And God on the prayer altar, God is going to reveal to you the solutions to that problem. Do you know that business is all about solving problems? Business is all about solving problems. One of these days I'm going to teach on that. But do you know the fundamental human needs, according to Abraham Maslow, on every level of those human needs, there are businesses. 
Okay, now let me just talk about it briefly. Now at the bottom is what's called the physiological need. That's talking about the need for good health, the need for you know the basic necessities of life, uh, homeostasis, the the need to for sleep, the need for good health, the need for food, for water, for example. Those are physiological needs. The need for sex. Now, do you know businesses that come under that? Maybe somebody's going to get some idea from here. These are the basic necessities of life. People need to eat. So if you have a food business and you do it very well, you do it very well, you have good quality and good price, you will be a multi-millionaire. McDonald's is solving physiological needs of food. KFC is serving the physiological needs of food. All the uh, bright places, if you are from South Africa, the Chisanyama places, if you are from Nigeria, the Suya places, those guys are solving physiological needs. All the butcheries, they are meeting physiological needs. People must eat meat. People must drink water. Water business is a multi-billion dollar industry. People must drink water, particularly if you are coming from areas where the weather is so hot. People must drink water. Those are physiological needs. Now, sex is another physiological need that people, everybody needs sex. That's where the condom industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Another industry that the devil is taking advantage of is the pornography industry because he's solving in a negative way the physiological need of sex for people. You know, those are physiological needs. Anything that helps people to stay alive, anything that helps people to, you know, to grow, to reproduce. Hospitals are solving physiological problems. Medical aid, insurance companies, medical aid companies. I'm going to talk about that in the next level. Now, after that, we have the we have the security need or the safety needs. Now, all the security companies, people need security for their life and for their properties. That's where insurance companies come. People want life assurance. That's why people buy insurance. They want security. If anything happens to my car, I want to be able to get it back. That's people with funeral covers. People want security. People want job security. Life coaches come under this. They help people to, you know, pass, get job interviews. You know, these are security needs, safety needs. There are people, security companies, people who sell keys and locks, burglar people who build burglars, you know, people who sell safe, whatever, even the banks, they are meeting security needs. You need to keep your money safe. That's why you're not keeping it in your house. So at that level, if you pray, God may be using you to solve that problem. So people who are solving physiological, meeting the needs, physiological needs of people, solving the problem of safety and security, they are making money. That is what God is planning. Now, at the, at the next level is what we call esteem needs. We have self-esteem and we have social esteem. Self-esteem is how people perceive themselves, how people feel about themselves. So, people who produce beauty products, they are solving, meeting the esteem needs of people. Ladies who do nails, people who, you know, all the hairdressers, all the beauty products, all the clothing companies, all the designers, brand, all, you know, the perfume companies, all of those things, whatever make people feel confident about themselves is classified as esteem needs. People who sell luxury cars, 
you know, whatever make people feel like they belong. People who sell uh, sports jerseys, people want to belong to Mas Manchester United. If you buy that, you just want to identify. People who are selling lapel pins, you know, do, they are meeting the esteem need this, uh, of people. Uh, is it yeah, esteem need. Uh, the, the people need to belong belongingness then above uh, at the next level is the esteem need people want to have good self-esteem do you get what i'm saying now at the top of it is self-actualization now people want to fulfill their dreams now at all of these levels there are businesses in those levels and business is all about solving problems and meeting needs if you meet needs at any of those levels Go check out Abraham Maslow's theory of needs. And God, Holy Spirit is going to explain those things to you. If you are meeting needs at any of this level, you will prosper. Amen. You will prosper. So Joseph met a major physiological need. He solved the problem of starvation. He saved people from starvation. Food, food. People can steal to eat. People can do anything not to be hungry so god used joseph to provide solution on how to preserve food that's where they built the silos it came from someone who probably did not finish high school but the anointing of the holy ghost gave him the solution to a national problem to a global problem now see what pharaoh said in genesis 41 verse 38 and pharaoh said to his servants can we find this man's equal a man in whom the Spirit of God is. <laughs> that is the anointing. In other words, Pharaoh was like, can we find such a man who has this kind of anointing? Verse 39, And Pharaoh said to Joseph, For as much as your God has shown you all this, there is nobody as intelligent and discreet and understanding and wise as you are. These are what the things the anointing does. The anointing makes you intelligent, supernaturally intelligent. The anointing in you makes you supernaturally discreet. The anointing gives you supernatural understanding. Do you know in the book of Isaiah chapter 11, we talk, call it the seven spirit of God. The same Holy Spirit you receive is the spirit of wisdom. He empowers you to flow in supernatural wisdom. He is the spirit of knowledge. He is the spirit of understanding. He is the spirit of counsel. Do you know out of the seven dimensions of the operation of the Holy Spirit, four out of the seven is talking about wisdom. So the Holy Ghost comes and empowers your mental faculty and makes you supernaturally productive at your workplace. That's why at your workplace, if you engage this anointing advantage that you have, you will become indispensable at your workplace. Believers who understand this, that's why God is leading me to preach this to you, so you will understand that you are anointed. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you understand that you are anointed, you have this anointing, and you walk in the consciousness of this anointing, you will never be part of the people who are laid off. I give you a quick testimony. My wife was working sometime this year during the COVID-19 uh, incident. People were laid off. Many people were laid off, but because my wife is an asset to her organization, by the grace of God, by the anointing of God on her life, I stay with her every time. Whenever there is a problem at her workplace, they know if my wife gets involved, that problem is solved. Because my wife understands the, uh, the anointing of God that is on her life. My wife does not believe that anything is impossible. Child of God, 
with God all things are possible and God is in you. God is for you. God is with you. Listen to the podcast, yesterday's podcast titled Success Guaranteed. The Bible says that that God, if God be for us, who can be against us? The Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is the anointed one and his anointing. Christ is the anointed one. The anointed one. And is living in you with all of his anointing. Shout hallelujah. Now I continue Genesis chapter 41. Because of the anointing on his life, Pharaoh said, You shall have charge over my house, and all my people shall be governed according to your word, with reverence, submission, and obedience. Only in matters of the throne will I be greater than you. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in official vestment and a fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him ride in the second chariot which he had. And officials cried before him, bowed the knee, and he set him over all the land of Egypt. God is about to raise, is raising a takeover generation. You are one of those people that God is raising up to take over, to take over. You are one of God's ambassadors. You are one of God's agents. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. He is dethroning the wicked. He's dethroning the wicked in the nations. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God is the one that removes kings and the one that puts kings on the throne. God wants to enthrone you. You are destined to reign. You are saved. You are born again to reign again. You are born again to rule and to reign. In your industry, God wants to make you the king. God wants to make you the king at your workplace. God wants to make you the king in that area where you are working. God wants to make you king. You are going to become somebody listening to me. God is going to raise you up to the highest position in your organization. As you continue to engage the wisdom of God that is already in you, as you continue to engage the anointing of God that is at work in you, God will raise you up. God will raise you up and set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Shout hallelujah. Now what about Daniel? Daniel was filled with the anointing of God, with the spirit of God. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 5 verse 11, Daniel chapter 5 verse 11, There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. The anointing is brings light and understanding and wisdom upon your life. Hallelujah. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, the king, I say, your father appointed him the master of the magicians enchanters, soothsayers, chaldeans, and astrologers, because an excellent spirit, knowledge, and understanding to interpret dreams, clarify riddles, and solve knotty problems were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. The anointing of God on your life right now, the anointing that you have by reason of the presence of the Holy Ghost in you right now, is called an excellent spirit. You have an excellent spirit. Knowledge. You have supernatural knowledge. You have supernatural understanding to interpret dreams, to clarify riddles at your workplace, and to solve naughty problems. 
Hallelujah. You can solve problems. You are a problem solver by the reason of the anointing on you. I'm going to tell you when I'm summarizing how to engage, how to stir up that anointing and how to engage it. How do you get access to divine ideas? I'm going to round off with that. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Verse 13. Then Daniel was brought in before the king and the king said to Daniel are you that Daniel of the children of the captivity of Judah whom the king my father brought out of Judah I have heard of you that the spirit of the holy God is in you and that light and understanding and superior wisdom are found in you the anointing gives you superior wisdom you are not allowed by redemption oh to be the least, you are supposed to be on top. All the unbelievers should be coming to you for solution. At your workplace, they should know that your office is the last bus stop. Whenever they come to your office, they, they know they will find solutions to their problems. Why? Because a superior wisdom is found in you. Superior wisdom. In your business, God is about to make you the king in that field. Because you possess a superior wisdom a superior understanding hallelujah how do you share that wisdom i'm going to teach this message another time but for today and we are writing a book on on this we're going to go into details but one of the ways to stir up that wisdom is by praying the holy ghost by speaking in tongues when you speak in tongues you are praying with through the holy spirit the holy spirit is praying through you the will of god as you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are pulling out, drawing from the rivers of salvation, from the anointing res- reserve on your inside. In the name of Jesus, as you pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost extensively. Study the Word of God. Be a man of the Word. Study the Word of God. Listen to the Word of God. Build up your faith and speak in tongue extensively. Be a man of the Spirit. As you speak in tongues, you will be i'm telling you whenever i'm in church whenever i'm in the presence of god or whenever i'm praying that is the time i get all this message i'm preaching to you right now i got it while praying in the holy ghost so when you pray in the holy ghost you begin to pull out all of the deposits of the holy spirit all the deposits that god has put on your inside as a child of god the wisdom of god you know the sound mind begins is activated Every divine deposit on your inside is activated the moment you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Child of God, you are an asset. You are not a liability. You are an asset. The next time you are going for a job interview, wherever you are going, you are going for a meeting, just remind yourself, take time, pray in the Holy Ghost. Stir up that anointing that's on your inside. If you go to apply for a tender, you apply for a job, everyone that is there if they are not saved you have an anointing advantage the only reason child of god you should not get that contract the only reason why you should not get that job the only reason why you should not get that promotion should be that god has something better for you somewhere else not because you failed you are not permitted to fail an interview You are not permitted to fail to say, I don't know the answer. You know the answer. Pull it out. When you are writing an examination, you are not permitted to fail. The Holy Ghost reminds you of things you have forgotten. Learn how to engage the Holy Ghost. Learn how to engage the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Right now, I pray for you wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, I pray for an activation 
of the mind of Christ. I pray for an activation of that anointing right now in the name of Jesus. I like you to spend some time after this podcast to spend another 10 minutes praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Learn to pray in the Holy Ghost. Set your timer. I'm not going to stop praying the Holy Ghost until the alarm rings. Set yourself on a prayer motion and you will see the hand of God on your life. Hallelujah. I want you to share this podcast. Share the podcast with everyone that comes to mind. Share this podcast. Let believers arise. Let believers learn how to engage the anointing of God on the inside of them for exploit. In the name of Jesus. If you have not subscribed to our channel, go to any podcast platform on Apple or Android. Go to Overcast, go to Apple Podcast, go to uh Spotify, look search for us Google Podcast. Just search for Have Dominion Podcast by Samuel Odo and subscribe to it. I bring you message from God every morning hot from the throne of grace every day and we have a time of prayer every morning until Jesus comes by the grace of God. God bless you. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow in the name of Jesus. Don't forget to go to our website www.dominioncommission.org. We have all kinds of materials for your spiritual upliftment. God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow in Jesus name. Amen.